Hello, I'm Josh Whittacombe. And I'm Rob Beckett. Welcome to Lockdown Parenting Hell, the show in which Rob and I discuss what it's like to be a parent during lockdown, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, in an effort to make some kind of sense of the current situation... And to make me feel better about my increasingly terrible parenting skills... Each episode will be chatting to a famous parent about how well they're coping. Or hopefully not. And we will be hearing from you, the listener, with your tales of lockdown parenting woe. Because, let's be honest, none of us know what we're doing. Hello, and you are listening to Lockdown Parenting Hell with... There you go. Now, wow. Rob, you might have picked up on an accent. Yeah, well, that, was that Basildon? <laughs> that is an Icelandic toddler doing our intro. An Icelandic toddler? Oh, he's sounding French. So, the mum is called Victoria and the daughter is two. Uh, she is called Julia. She recently started saying... Oh, my God, quite dramatically, which is funny, given we speak Icelandic at home. I really enjoyed the podcast. It's helped hearing how other parents are doing during this time, although I know uh, we may have it a bit better in Iceland. Preschool is open, which helps since being pregnant and tired a lot with a toddler. Uh, So that is Victoria and Julia Blaia. Victoria's surname, Rob, I'd like you to have a guess from her email address, from what I can tell. So Victoria, V-I-K-T-O-R-I-A. Yeah. Her surname is spelt H-R-O-B-J-A-R-T-S-D-O-T-T-I-R. So I know what the end is. That's like daughter in Icelandic, because Scandinavian Icelandic names have the... They have son at the end, or Dieta, or oh, something right, like that yeah. at the end. So that's like the daughter of whatever the... Rob Jart's Dieta. Yeah, so that'll be... Her surname is her dad's full name with Dieta at the end, I think. Ah, oh, there we that's go. How, I can't, yeah. It's, it's so mental, isn't it? It's not mental, yeah. it's just different to what I'm used to. That's, yeah. that's culture, is it, basically? Yeah, but I'm that, learning. Welcome, welcome from Iceland, uh, Victoria and Julia. Yes, I love Iceland. I have you been? Yes, it's I'd incredible. Love I went to Reykjavik for like a few days and we went to the uh, thermal baths, like the lagoon thing, which was amazing. And the best part of the whole trip was behind us on these sunbed things were like it was indoors because it was the winter, so it was like warm indoors and the, the water was warm. But these, this couple were having an argument. You know, you could, it stunk of the end of the relationship. They're about 25. So it was like, you know, that relationship you have in your mid 20s, which is going nowhere. It's a bit of fun, but you both know. And they were arguing so much. And we just laid there for 40 minutes listening to them bicker. And she was like, I'm not seeing what's been on your phone and all that. And it, was like, it was like a live version of Towie. The Reykjavik special. <laughs> right. But yeah, no, I love it. I love Iceland. It's great. It's really, really cool country. I'd love to go. Did you see the Northern Lights? Uh, yes. I don't know if we had, if I didn't see him on a great day, but oh. it's not, it's not really worth it. The Northern Lights. Oh, it's just a, a green cloud and it's not as good as the Google search because your eyes aren't as good as cameras. Of course. Of course. The old oh, well. cameras, are, the, the lens on a camera is better than the lens of your eye. So if you Google the Northern Lights, you are only going to be disappointed because it can never be as good. Um, and the church, oh, we walked up to the church, the main church, which is incredible. 
in a, in a yeah. snowstorm. And it's the only time I thought about being religious because I was oh, so wow. cold and sad and it was so warm and powerful. And I was like, oh, take me, Lord. And then I was like, oh, it's a load of bollocks, isn't it? It's quite a carry-on style approach to religion. <laughs> oh, take me, Lord. Mm. <laughs> there he is everywhere watching me. Stop it. <laughs> Get out of here. I know you're omnipresent. Give a girl a break. <laughs> so. Yes. Um, yes, Josh. Presents. That's presents. what we're here for. So, George, shall I just fill in that uh, I found a bag of presents that my wife hasn't sent to her cousin since Christmas 2018. Yes, and she's, she's, she's maintaining she's going to send them. And you've challenged her that every week she doesn't send them, you'll open another present. Yeah. Okay. So I got a text from a cousin, her cousin David, who said he was looking for. So should I open his present first? I think David should. He's the one who's got involved. How old is David? They're properly wrapped as well, Rob. So it's got a ribbon on it, and oh. she's done that curling thing on the ribbon. Oh, she really cares until it comes to actually sending it to people. Until it actually comes to sending them. David is probably three or four years my senior, I'd say. So he's probably um, he's probably forty. <laughs> what has she bought, forty-year-old David? And what, what does David like? What's his, what's his kind of vibe? Uh, he's into football. He's yeah. a Nottingham Forest fan, and he's into cricket. He has got a stereotypical forty-year-old bloke from Nottingham. You'd say quite a normal guy. He's got a mini karaoke microphone, Rob. Oh, and what's that entail? I mean, that is that is not a present anyone wants, is it? Not a forty-year-old man from Nottingham. A mini karaoke microphone. <laughs> so, how does that work? How do... do you want me to send you a photo? Yeah, because sure. Because I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. However small you think it is, it really is mini. <laughs> so, but where are the words? It's not karaoke unless there's words written on it. Use That's... smartphone, laptop, or desktop. Download the app. Oh, and then, and so you download the app. I imagine you connect it to Bluetooth, and then you read it off your phone. That's half a present. He's got to buy a phone. That is mini. That is tiny. So it's so old. It's obviously got an audio input that you'd put into a phone that has the classic headphone jack. Of course. But now, in 2018, that was fine. But in 2021... <laughs> technology has moved on since the present was wrapped. <laughs> it's so small. It's tiny. And, yeah, that's so why I imagine you'd plug it into your phone. But you can't. By the way, Rose has no idea on any of these presents anymore. She was like, I've got no idea what's in there. That's how long ago it is. <laughs> oh, my God. So it's so... it's so. Sing, record and share. Send recordings to friends. No one has ever done that. Yeah, only if you've got a phone from the mid-noughties. <laughs> because it's, the headphone jack's gone now nearly, isn't it? And it's all, yeah. it's, all, it's all Bluetooth these days. So it's actually... It's been in your basement so long, the technology's become obsolete. Exactly. Mini people always think mini's good because it's small and compact and portable. But short sure, karaoke's not a mini vibe. A karaoke's big. No, you can't whip that out. You're not just like... you're not just sat on your phone at a bus stop and you think I should just record a, a version <laughs> of I Will Survive. It looks like a tiny microphone a wacky YouTuber would use to interview someone in the street. Look at this. I'm going to take a photo with it. How small is it? You hold it. You got it out. Oh my god! The last pictures you sent me is that bloke's ballsack. It's up someone crying for help, our WhatsApp exchanges. By the way, if you haven't listened to if you haven't listened to the last episode, that sounds worse than it is. Yeah, we'll listen to the last one. But what I love about it, it was nine nine AM they found that ball sack and oh my god, it's so mini. <laughs> Every time I look at it, it's got smaller. That looks like <laughs> you've done it. I like you know new glasses though, Josh. Oh uh, cheers, man. You're looking good, Josh, as well. You're looking fresh. Well, I don't feel it. That's my own haircut that I did though. Yeah, it's not bad, you know, it looks good. Better than mine. Mine's all, my hair at the moment is an absolute disgrace. 
Um, but there you go. There's the mini microphone. Well, that was a fun feature. Are you going to do another one next week? I'll do another one next week. Let's string this out. Yeah, defo. Um, how have you been, though, Josh? Good week? Yeah, all right, yeah. I'm just trying to think whether there's been any real developments. World Book Day? World Book Day. When was that? Have we missed that? Oh, my God. No. Well, I, let's be honest. As the, as the time of recording, World Book Day is coming up. But at the time of broadcast, it was yesterday. Oh, yes. Okay. But I suppose your children are at home, so World yeah. Book Day doesn't really make any difference. They're not going to dress up as anything. No, I think they might dress up, but not properly. Normally, it's a big day at school, isn't it, World Book Day? Yeah, well, it's big day at nursery. That's when people go a bit too far and you can slag everyone off. Yeah. So what's your plan? What did you do yesterday? Well, we asked. She, she, uh, she's doing Paddington for the second year in a row. Oh, come on, mate. She's got to push it, push the boundaries. You don't want to show off. You've got to put effort in. Well, yeah, but it's difficult, isn't it? It's difficult. It's like Oasis, isn't it, with those later albums? You're like, you're going to need to change this up, mate. I know it was a success first time around. But you around. also, Paddington's a legend. You've got to give people what they want as well as change it up. You know what I mean? Play the hits. They, these are the problems. What about Paddington? Could you do Paddington 2 and give us some props, like uh, hair clippers? Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to work out what you meant. Because he cuts the hair bad, doesn't he, in the second one? Yeah, he does cut the hair bad. Yeah. Yeah, you could. Um, You could put her in the prison outfit that he has to wear in Paddington 2. That would be great. But, uh, yeah, she just wanted to do Paddington again, which... Obviously, we've had to rebuy the outfit, but uh, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what... We, I, I imagine Lou sorted something out, to be honest. Lou is much more in charge of the academia than I am. Would they make you do World Book Day on a Zoom? No, not not properly. But I think they've said if you want to dress up, you can. Or I think you have one thing. I don't think they're saying fancy dress. I think they're saying like one thing from a book. Because it does put pressure on people that like, can't really afford to or haven't got the access to all the stuff or whatever. Yeah. I think it's like Harry Potter, have a wand or a broomstick, stuff like that. I think that's what they're doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we were playing a game where you get pictures of stuff and it's, it's a lion and it's like bingo. You put them all face down and it's L for lion. So it tell, you have to, and it's highlighted the letter. So you, and then you put the line on a L or an L, right? Anyway, so I one of them, and it was a picture of like a skeleton frame, like the, just a chest of a skeleton. So I was yeah. picking them all out and I was like, B for bow. And then I went, sk for skeleton. <laughs> it was like, it's fucking x-ray and sk isn't even a letter. <laughs> Are you still struggling with phonics then, Rob? Yeah, to be honest, I'm sort of letting Lou do the teaching to read stuff. Yeah. I'll read with her, obviously. I'll read to her, but not as much as Lou does. And I'm not very good at I'm not very good at it. And I don't want to make my mistakes. So I'm dis- I think I'm dyslexic. I think it's not been, I've not had a proper test, but I was told at school. So I, I'm a bit worried. I don't one, I'm not confident in doing it. Mm. And and two, I'm very aware I don't want to give her bad habits. Yeah. So and lose much better at doing it properly. Obviously, if she was a teacher and she's she could, she's better at reading and writing than me. But I yeah, so I'm I've not really done that much. You don't, want, you don't want that thinking scuff a skeleton, do I, you? Exactly. And I'm, I wasn't even doing that to be silly or funny. I don't really know it, and I get it wrong. So, but if if it was just me, there obviously I'd have to do it. But sometimes I think stick to your strengths. You know stick I mean? to your strengths. Yeah, it's Moralo. Send me in. Does she want to read? Off you go, Lou. Do you know what I mean? It's a, it's a partnership. But yeah, I, I, that one thing I've noticed, so when I was away in that, <laughs> that flat for a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. How did that work out in the end, coming back? When I was in the flat, I was getting loads more sleep. One night, I got like I got nine hours of sleep three nights in a row. And then on the fourth night, I didn't go to sleep that night because I had too much sleep. Oh, my word. I was just awake all night, but I felt fine. What did you do when you were awake all night? Oh, when you 
Yeah, so I mean, you remember Peter Sutcliffe Gate, obviously, on my uh, on, on Christmas <laughs> yeah. Eve for me. Well, what I should have done is I should have got up and worked or got up and watched something, but I just laid there watching telly or listening. I was listening to like calming podcasts and like B and C list podcasts to try and get me to sleep. Yeah, but it just yeah. wasn't happening. I was just alert. I wasn't even like getting frustrated. I was like, you were just awake. I thought I saw Luther go back up the charts. <laughs> yeah, I just like, burning through it. I really the algorithms. Let's have a meeting at Apple. What's going on with the algorithm? <laughs> One guy has listened to three thousand podcast um but, but no but I, what i was saying was when i was away there i was having lots of sleep so i was like you know what parenting is just a mindset thing you've just got to not worry too much don't get too stressed and i'm gonna go back with this clear head now duh, 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 duh. and then i did it immediately like the first time they woke me up in the morning at like half oh, five i was like what the fuck is this <laughs> oh, like, instantly crazy tiredness is the killer more so than anything else and, and, yeah. and it was so funny that I was like, I've actually, I think I found out a new way to live. Be more zen. And, I, and I was like, I'm tired. <laughs> Help me. Where's coffee? I can't have this mindset tired. I think that's the thing is when you wake up in the night, I find that if you do something, it really does help. Yeah. If I just lie there, yeah, counting the time down, that is the absolute worst. You just have to tap out and accept it and just go, go away. And you know, and if you watch telly downstairs for half hour, you go to sleep straight away. Just when you're in the bed, tossing and turning. Yeah, yeah. I, totally had, to, I had to buy a pillow as well when I was over there. You had to buy a pillow? I, had to click, I click and collected a pillow from Marks and Sparks. Because the pillow wasn't good enough. Rock hard. Rock hard, mate. I'm not a hard pillow man. I have to have a special pillow. Of course you do. For the old stiff neck. <laughs> You'll get there one day. One day. If you don't change your laptop. I keep doing all this bloody laptop work. I'll be, there, I'll be there with you, mate. Yes, what do I want? I want something, Josh. Do you want some emails? Yes, let's do it. It's the lockdown parody mailbag. But it's actually emails and there's no bag. Okay, should I give you three titles? Yep. Wheelie Bingate, try... Oh, let's do this. Try four weekly collections. Oh. Been listening to a brilliant podcast since becoming a mum with the birth of our son, Jack. This is from Rachel. It had me laughing out loud in the middle of the night whilst feeding with headphones in and on many a countryside walk carrying the little one whilst he napped. This was the only way I could get any nap time for the first few months. Oh. Yeah, we had, a, we had to do that around parks. I'm pretty sure the neighbours thought I'd gone mad laughing away to myself walking down the lanes, but as a new mum, I just didn't care. I'd always felt sorry for you parents in cities without access to a lot of free space in lockdown. In North Wales, we're lucky with mountains and the beaches close, but thus making multiple lockdowns that much more bearable. My sympathies to your plight, however, wane significantly after listening to Series 2, Episode 8, Wheelie Bin Gate, when I learned that you had weekly black bin collections. Now, and in places that have fortnightly collections, that not only they distributed larger bins, but allowed Rob to have an extra seasonal bin. No, I bought that bin. Don't don't get it twisted. But yeah, we do get, as a fortnightly one, where you switch and swap. Wow. I'd like you all to take a moment to share the total inconvenience and despair that we have monthly bin collections. Monthly? To be fair, North Wales is an absolute arsehole to get to. Yeah, but it's not the same people as our bins, right? <laughs> yeah, I doubt, the, I doubt the binmen start in South East London. That's right. If you miss that Thursday once a month, it's another month. Oh, a month? Where'd you a put month it of stamping into the rotting refuge of the previous month to compact the very small black bin bag. This happened to us on one occasion. We thought we'd give a lovely Conway Council a call to see if they could help. They kindly informed us we could take the rubbish out of the bin and load it into our car and deliver it personally to the local tip. What? Oh my God, what a day that is. What, what, I didn't imagine if you missed it. Taking your bin stuff out of the bin to put into your car. Imagine missing the collection day if it's once a month. Oh my Two God. Two months of recycling. I'd have to get a skip. Yeah, the amount of cardboard boxes we do in a week. It's stuff like that. You just think, sod it. I'm not recycling. I'm going to stick it all in a black bin. 
But then your black bin's monthly as well, Rob. Yeah, but at least it's in a proper black bin rather than just like a rotting corpse of cardboard just getting wet and <laughs> maggots in it. Oh, is that food bins once a month as well? Well, let me carry on. They kind informed us we could take the rubbish carefully emptying any bags to ensure items were deposited into the correct tip skips. They advised us they had a tap on site to wash up afterwards. Needless to say, we did not take them up on their kind off and continued our weekly bin trampling routine for the next month. So they didn't go to the tip in the end. No. Would you have gone to the tip? I'd move house. <laughs> I, I, can, I can do that. You know, it, it, once a month, there's no way to live. Once you're just, a it's basically you're just like you just live next to rubbish. How do you remember as well? Do you know, like, every Wednesday, Tuesday evening, I think, oh, Jesus, I've got to do the cardboard. Yeah. Well, because also, what happens at Christmas? Because normally, it's either a few days late or they go, right, we're not bothering, we'll see you next week, right? That's sort of the vibe. North Wales is is quite remote, though. Maybe it's because it's so remote. Yeah. They might wow. have land where they can just be, you know, like if you if, when you live like in proper in the countryside, you sort of have just like a building full of shit, isn't that yeah. what, what happens in the yeah, countryside? Yeah, in a yard. There's yeah, like a yard, a yard with yeah. like bits in it. Yes, and exactly. I can say this because I'm from the countryside. Yeah, just like you know, dishwasher or a mangle stuff. Like yeah, that. exactly. That, yeah, the two very different ends of the technological spectrum. Yeah, exactly. Next to that, each other. And the mangle's still there from the time you first got the first dishwasher. Have you ever used a mangle? No, I, I'm not even sure what one is really. It's just metal, isn't it? <laughs> I just wanted to tell you, this is from Wendy Hart, I just wanted to tell you, my mum thought that she had her wheelie bin nicked. Yeah. We looked up and down the road searching for it and then rang our local council and they told us that, sadly, the wheelie bin had fallen into the lorry. <laughs> Sneaky bastards! Surely that's got to be an instant fess up. Yeah, you'd have to tell someone. They've, they've binned a bin. They've binned a bin! I've always wondered how you throw away a bin. <laughs> You can't put a bin in the bin, can you? But you can. You just have to find a bigger bin for the bin. You just got to find a bigger bin. But I, you know, because then the wheelie bin's the biggest bin. But then you use. But then if you want to put that in a bin, you put it in one of them like big four wheel cart ones. You know, they have like commercial. And then where'd you bin that bin? Oh yeah. Do you ever bin that a skip? A skip. Yeah. But then how do you get rid of a skip? Well, you can't break a skip, can you? You've got to start melting it down. Yeah, I think that draws. A close to the whole wheelie bin thing, really, doesn't yes. it? Yes, yeah, I think we've done enough wheelie bin stuff, haven't we, really? Unless something mega comes up. Yeah, well, we'll see in years to come. It'll crop up again, I'm sure. Uh, Rob. Yes? Who have we got on today? Oh, we've got... Oh, I tell you what, before we do that, do you want um, some pom-pom jar updates? Yes, please. This is from Dot on Instagram, um, and they've got an eight-year-old, and they're a big fan of the uh, pom-pom jar. I think it's still working for you, is it, pom-pom jar? Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I've had to start my own because I uh, put the lids back on the pens myself the other day. Oh, well done. And I had to follow through on the threat that I was going to give myself a pom-pom. So you've actually created another pom To be fair, that is easier when you've got two kids. You've had to introduce your own pom-pom job because with us two, you can make the other one jealous. So if one's being good, they get yeah. a pom-pom. The other one sort of bucks their ideas up, use it as a benchmark. So you're having to use yourself as a benchmark. I'm using myself as a benchmark. So obviously that's for in front of your daughter, but do you still pop a pom-pom in there if you do something like the dishwasher that no one saw? <laughs> no, I, I don't. No, I don't. You should. No. You should. Yeah, I, should. I anyway. could get myself a slide by summer, couldn't I? <laughs> This is uh, from Detadot. Uh, me to eight-year-old son. If you can sort these piles of Lego and put away what you're not using, then you can have pom-poms. And the eight-year-old said, isn't that bribery, though? And the oh, dad was like, oh, wow. Um. So he said it. <laughs> the pom-pom jar has been going strong for three years, and um, but it looks like it's been destroyed now by my eight-year-old. Just thought I should warn you that the pom-pom jar might have a shelf life. 
We're going to have a chat later about the difference between bribery wages and gifts. Fingers crossed. Love the podcast. That is from Detta and Teddy. Oh, wow. Bribery wages and gifts. Yeah, because I suppose you could put it as a wage, but it's not. It is bribery, Rob. Um, no, it's, well, what is bribery? If you say like, oh, Josh, if you come and do this gig, I'll give you X amount, £200. Are they bribing you to do that gig or is that just... No, I'll tell you what they're doing, mate. They're underpaying me. <laughs> no, but do you know what I mean? What is, what is yeah, that? Yeah, well, exactly, exactly. Yeah, where does bribery stop and wages begin? Because you could... You could argue bribery is someone bribing you to do something they, they don't want to do, but sometimes you do want to do a gig, sometimes you don't want to do a gig. Do you know what I mean? I, th- I think, yeah, it's mainly the second with me, Rob. <laughs> yeah, maybe, so you're being bribed. Um, but yeah, anyway, but keep going with the pom-pom jar. I find it, it ebbs and flows, but I think at eight, you may have to get rid of the pom-pom jar. Also, how much does an eight-year-old want a fucking pom-pom? I know, but it's not the pom-pom, it's, just, it's what the pom-pom represents, isn't it? And what he gets at the end of it. But what I'd say is... It needs to go from pom-pom. It's almost like cryptocurrency now. Pom-pom is the Bitcoin of the youth. Do you think we should be investing in pom-poms? No, what I think is that they're going to want Bitcoin or sterling. I think now they're going to have that conversation where you go, if you put that away, it's pocket money. And with that pocket money, you can buy things. And they basically, that's how capitalism starts. It's, it's difficult, Rob, with this whole pocket money thing, because we basically, I never have any cash. Yeah, you can't just like like contactless and give them two quid. Yeah, set, set up a PayPal. Or buy them the little machine, you know, like buskers have. <laughs> Each Saturday morning. Beep, beep. Beep, beep. There you go. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> go and buy some sweets. Oh, go take your Switch Electron down to the new shop. <laughs> These ages. Um, right, who's, who's the guest, Josh, this week? Who we got? This was a brilliant interview. Yeah. I absolutely loved this. One of my favourite people of all time. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of name problems going on throughout it, which I enjoyed. Yes. I, I kept on calling him... What did I keep calling I kept calling him Josh, didn't I? Yeah. Was Joe Because Swash. I was called Josh and he it is Josh and Joe Swash. Yeah, Joe Swash, Josh. It got confusing and Joe, uh yeah, but Joe Swash is brilliant. He's um he's engaged to Stacey Solomon. They've got a blended family, I think it's called now, isn't it? Yeah. Officially. Um where he's got um a child with Stacey who's very young, I think two years old. He's got a 11, 12 year old son from a previous relationship. And Stacey's got two boys from previous relationships. So it's a big, busy madhouse. And, um, but it's a house full of absolute love and joy and Joe Swash being insane. Um, but he's a lovely guy and it's a really, really funny interview. It's a, um, it's just done before they got their second dog. So a little bit calmer than it is now. It's absolutely amazing. And it's one of the few, uh, where we've done an interview while someone basically does a tour of their house. Yes, he keeps getting moved, which anyone with a house full of kids will know. It happens a lot. And we ended up in the bathroom with him running a bath for his kids. So it's a very hands-on dad episode. Enjoy. Hello, Joe Swash. Thank you for joining us. Hello, mate. Thank you for asking me. Um, you have been high up on our list, as has he, Josh? Yeah. As a, as a very much so. Oh, mate, I bet you say that to everyone. No, honestly, I've wanted no, you to start. 80 to 90% of people. There's, there's, there's a few people we haven't said it to. Yeah, there's a few people that we've interviewed that I didn't want to before, after and during, but it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's part of life, isn't it? Um, you've been massively requested as well. You're, you know, nation, a nation's sweetheart, but also as well. Oh, recently engaged. Would you say congratulations? Thank you very much, mate. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Stacey Solomon from uh, Loose Women and uh, The Jungle fame. How did you do it, Joe? As I do, you know what? I just, I took her to the forest. I done yeah, it in the forest. that's quite a creepy but, way to do it. Yeah, but you know what? I put all flowers out in the forest. And when we went out there, Stacey was like, oh, no. I think someone's died out here. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sheen Shay Bolt has a fucking funeral. Oh God. That's lovely. And so explain your setup of children, Josh, because you're a blended family. Joe. Josh, sorry, not Joe. Joe, can you explain to the listeners your um, setup at home with her kids? Right. So the setup at home is Stacey's got two boys from previous relationships. She's got Leighton and Zach. Um, Zach's for, uh, twelve and Leighton's eight. Mm-hmm. And then I've got an oldest, an eldest child, little boy Harry from another relationship. He's thirteen. Yep. And Stacey, yeah. we've got little Rex who's yeah. nearly two. Oh, lovely. And it, do you know what's so nice as well? It's sort of like, there's a lot of kids there, but you all, yeah, I know because we're friends as well, Joe, but like how well you all get on and stuff. And it's such, a, it's, and it works so well. And I think that's why a lot of people are interested in a sort of, is it a blended family? That's the, is that the word for it these days? What do you what call everyone, it? That is what everyone keeps calling it, the blended family. It's like some sort of smoothie. I'll have one in the blended family, please. <laughs> I know, because like, um, growing up, like, like my dad had, um, I've got two half-brothers, so my dad was married before, and there was, was yeah. five of us. Yeah, I was blended my... family as well, actually. Oh, I was just realized... Yeah. But every... when I was growing up, everyone just called it like a like a broken home, but it didn't feel broken. <laughs> it just felt like there was fucking loads of kids everywhere. That's what it felt like. Um, so how's it, how's it going then? Having an eldest with Harry and then the Rex, that big yeah. gap, how's that been? It's been brilliant. You know what? Because first of all, we kill each other. We're a blended family that kill each other, but we love each other. <laughs> so like one minute we're at each other's throats, next minute we love each other. So there's, we're just like a normal, any normal family. We have our ups and downs. But with my Harry, he's 13 now. So he's into other stuff, Rob. So I'll take him out with my mate, you know, Greg, Nick the Greek and Greg. Nick the Greek. Yeah, I play Call of Duty with Nick the Greek. That's it, yeah. So I take him out. What has happened to this podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. You can tell who books Philippa Perry and who books Joe Swash between me and Josh. Yeah, no, so they both do different things, Beckett. So I like to go fishing with my little boy, with Harry, and go camping and take him away for the weekends. And with little Rex, he's hilarious, honestly. Yeah. He's into everything. He's at the age now where he's picking up words. So they're chalk and cheese. They're both at different scales, but I love it. Yeah, and how has your parenting changed? Obviously, you know, in 30 years, you've changed massively because, you know, when you were young, when it was on EastEnders, yeah. the stories of the fines you get for not turning up and all the things that went on. Yeah. Like, how, how's, how's, it, how's it changed? I, I always say, though, because I've, I've known you for years and you're one of the best dads I've ever met. You love your boys more than oh, anything. Thanks, and mate. You, you've always put them first. It's a bit like Alison Hammond as well, in a way, where she always, her kids came way before her career. And I think yeah. you was massively like that. So how do you think it's, how have you, how's it, been different for you at different stages of your life with Harry and Rex? I mean, I can't tell you that I'm the most responsible parent out there because I'm not. <laughs> I'm not like, I'll make, I'll make, I'll go into the forest and we'll see a swing. And I'm like, oh, I'll let Harry go first in case the swing breaks. So, <laughs> <laughs> so like, I'm always into stuff like with Harry, like always playing practical jokes. So we get on like we're, like we're pals, but I'm his dad as well. So I'm trying yeah. to keep it as light hearted as possible. Um, and the same with Rex. I just like to wrestle him. Like, when they're the age, <laughs> I just want to wrestle. So I chuck him around and give him a wrestle. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I just, I think I'm quite a hands on parent, <laughs> but I'm really affectionate. So I love my boys. So I kiss them like a, a, a stupid man. I'm always kissing them, I'm always yeah. cuddling them. Like, my Harry's 13. 
I still make sure I get in bed and have a little cuddle with him and go sleep with him. <laughs> like, so but I is love... he starting to push away from that now, though? Yeah, he's, he's getting been, older. He's been pushing away for ages. But <laughs> it's my, my kids, like, so I just want to... I, I always say, if if I if something happened and I weren't here no more, I want them to know that I I kissed them the most than any other person in the world. Like, oh. I've I've kissed Rex more than Stacey, more than anybody. I just yeah, I love it. I love That's my kids. One of the sweetest, but also one of the bleakest ways of looking at parenting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, no. I want to get my kisses yeah. in now because I could die tomorrow. Oh, no. it's, it's really sad, but in my head, right, because I lost my dad when I was 12, like, I have this weird, morbid way of thinking. So I'm always like, yeah. if yeah. I'm not here tomorrow, I want my kids to know that they were loved by me more than anybody else on the planet. No, Aww. because I've got such great memories of my dad because my dad was the same. Yeah. He loved to wrestle. We went football together, but he was so affectionate. And um, yeah. I just, I just, if anything ever happens, I just want them to know that I love them more than anybody in the world. I think they know that, Joe. And how do you deal with like, the discipline of it, though? If they are being a bit naughty, I know you love them to pieces, but if they've got to be told off, they've got to be told off. Because I, I, I can't imagine you shifting from the wrestle to the yeah. sensible dad. No, when I... See, the thing is, Stacey has a go at me because when, when I have to discipline the kids, I don't discipline them like they're kids. Like, I'll have a go at them like I'm having a go at Nick the Greek. What, what are you doing? Use your brain, Rex. Don't you think? Come on. This is like, he's two years old. Yeah. I have a go at them like they're adults. Like, that very rarely happens. Do you, when you drop Harry at school, are you? Do you embarrass him by kissing him when you drop him at school, all that kind of stuff? Because if when I was thirteen, if my dad was in public kissing me, I'd have been shriveling yeah. away. Do you know what I mean? I love it. I go out of my way. And especially with Stacey's as well, so I do it with all of them. I'll take him to the gate, I'll open the window, and I'll bib a couple of times. Everyone looks around. I go, I love you, Hal! I love you, my darling! And I, I go out of my way. If anything, like, I'm shameless, because I should be embarrassed of the way that I am with the other parents. But I'm like, love you, son! Come on, boy! You go down today! And they, yeah, he sticks out. So now Stacey's eldest, Zach, he won't let me pick him up or drop him off at school. Oh, it's a great way to get out of the school run, though. Yeah, 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 it really is. But no, I love I love embarrassing them. But secretly, they love it. They love it when I embarrass them. Yeah, yeah I mean, they, it's just in front of the friends. And it? it's nice to know that you love that you love them so much and you care about them, but sometimes they don't need it shouted in front of the girl they fancy at school. Oh, no, no. Honestly, I go out of my way to embarrass him. Yeah. And Harry's, at the, Harry's at the age where he can take it quite well now. And how's, how's you know, Harry getting on at school and stuff like that? Because you, I know from the stories you've told me, you weren't the best student. Listen, I went to the worst school in London. <laughs> my school was the only school in London to be banned from leaving the country or going on school outings. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> honestly, our school was terrible. That Once we had a pond. I jumped in the pond because I thought they would send me home. They didn't. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't send me home. Also, as well, didn't you once pretend, well, pretend that you were becoming a Muslim in order to get Fridays off school? Yeah, right, because this is it, Beckett. Because in my school, it was very multiracial. So yeah. there was probably only, like, two, two white boys in my class, and it was very heavily Muslim... Um, but I, all my friends were Muslims, so like I loved. I got involved. I wanted to know what they were doing, and then like I worked out every Friday they were leaving at half 
half one, half 12, <laughs> having half day school to go and half day prayer. And I was like, hold up a minute. I'm coming with you. But I didn't realise it was the mosque down at Finsbury Park. So it was that no hook hand, Hamza. Abu yeah, Hamza. Yeah. It was Abu Hamza who was like the preacher at the, <laughs> at the mosque. Yeah. So I went down there. I went down there, like, with good intentions to sort of get out of school. Mm. But I wanted to learn a little bit, because I was, I, was always, I was always quite inquisitive and wanted to know things. Yeah. And I went in, like, I took my shoes off, I had to wash my feet and stuff. Um, and then I walked in front of someone, and it all went off. They were like, ah! And, and then the geezer, Hookman Hamza, shut me out of the fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I think I told you the other day, I was so disappointed. Because he didn't even use the hook. He used the stood on. Come on, mate. What's the point of it? Give me an anecdote. <laughs> so how have you been? Have you been helping with the homeschooling? No. No. <laughs> Honestly, come on, mate. Yeah. I'm, I'm more of I'm more of a hindrance than a help. So so what's been happening with the homeschooling? So it's brilliant now because they do it on a computer. I don't even see them. Oh really? So they, they will go off. They go off to the bedrooms on the computer. I do a few Zoom calls. And they come back a little bit cleverer. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> okay, well, that, it seems like you got it sewn up. <laughs> I don't have to do anything. It's amazing. Perfect. So, are they, so are they quite? Because um, a lot of people are struggling with that. But are they quite kind of into school? Do they enjoy the kind of lessons and all that? Listen, my kids, our kids can't believe their luck. They yeah. can't believe that they get to stay at home all this time. <laughs> the Zoom lessons. The Zoom lessons are fine. Like you can't even call it. I have to pay. I pay for my Harry's school, yeah? And and I'm still paying for his school and he's in bed doing like <laughs> two hours a day Zoom lessons and I'm paying that school exactly the same sort of money as when he was doing forest classes and freaking all of that science shit. And why am I paying the same money? But no, my kids can't believe it. They can't believe they're like... They're loving it. They get up at 10 o'clock, they do a little bit of Zoom and then they're back on the computer. Perfect. So, well, it seems it's sewn up. And, and how's it going with um, Rex? Is he going to nursery at any point or are you keeping him off till school? What's the plan? Well, we can't do nothing at the moment. That's yeah. the biggest shame. He's at, he's at the age now where he really needs to be around people. And like, other kids other his kids. age, yeah. Especially other kids. Because at the moment, he's around me and around his brothers. So he's re- he just likes to fight. He fights. <laughs> he hits. So like, we're trying to tell him not to hit no more. Like Good. He bites. So we're like, oh my god! Well, if we do send, if we do, if we do send him nursery, yeah, I know. You're in trouble, mate. Well, that's the thing. When they're at an age and they hit you and they get the ump with you, it's sort of quite funny. But then it's like a, a three-week period when it shifts yeah. to just horrendous kid, like, and it's not <laughs> yeah. the cute baby. Yeah, so we've had to stop laughing at it now because he thinks it's the thing to do. So, um, yeah, he could do with being around some young kids at the moment, some yeah. kids his own age. But there's nothing we can do at the moment, Becky. You know, we've just got to. Got to ride the waiver. Grind it out. And um, how, do, how do you split the sort of parenting with Rex then? Like, obviously, the older kids are a bit more self-sufficient, but, like, yeah. does Stacey do more of it, or is it quite 50-50? Because you're, you're, you're pretty hands-on with him, and you, like, taking him out on your own and stuff. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're definitely 50-50, because, obviously, me and Stacey are working. Um, so we have to... We, we have to kind of look after the baby when the other one's working and vice versa. But I like to be, like, again, I'm, I'm really hands-on. I like to get in the bath with him. I love to do the nappies and getting him changed. I'm the one he, I'm the one he comes to when he wants to go to sleep. So, like, right. he comes up, I'll put him to sleep. So, yeah, we're definitely 50-50 when it comes to it. What do you find the hardest? Obviously, you know, I know you love doing it, but it's a bit like the middle of the night feeds or early mornings. What do you struggle with? 
we struggled in the beginning, Beckett. It was so difficult because he was up three times a night. So me and Stacey were killing each other. And she's got such better willpower than me. So like, when the baby's crying, I couldn't just leave the baby. So I'd lay there and Stacey would lay there. And I knew that Stacey was awake. But her willpower was always stronger than mine. So (laughs) I'd have to get up, see if the baby's all right. So the three times a night was really difficult not sleeping, but we got, we got lucky. He sleeps now. He goes to bed about eight, nine o'clock and he yes. sleeps through to about half seven, eight. Lovely. He has a nap. In, he has a little nap in the daytime from about one o'clock to about three o'clock. Oh, nice. So, mate, oh, I, ain't yeah. done, I ain't done this much sleeping in ages. Because <laughs> <laughs> now I'm in lockdown, I just follow the baby's pattern. The baby goes to bed, I go to bed. <laughs> When when you're lacking sleep, I can't imagine you not being chirpy. Do you know what I mean? Uh, oh, he's got a, no. He's got a bit of a temper on him sometimes, Josh. Is he? He, can, he can go. He's all happy like this, but when his head goes, he goes. Yeah, I, I can get a bit spiky, Josh. Like, yeah. I am generally, yeah. generally a really nice person. I really am. But when I'm tired, like, and people sort of have a go at me, or I've done, or I've done something wrong. Yeah. I won't admit to it. I will fight it to the ends of it. So like me and Stacey would kill each other. 90% of the time I was completely in the wrong, but because I was tired, yeah. like yeah. thankfully, thankfully I've done nothing on TV where like I've had to lose sleep. Cause if I did, like my nice guy persona would be gone straight away. <laughs> Cause I could be a right nasty bastard. <laughs> Yeah, Louis says that to me when don't ever do the jungle because after a few days of not eating and sleeping, you'd be horrific, and everyone would be like, Oh, he's like that. Is that? I think that, that, that's a working class London thing because even Tom Allen's like that. Tom Allen's like the most polite man ever, but if you piss him off or you're out of order to him, he will turn on you. But it, it's so unexpected yeah. from Tom, yeah, because I, I think he's a London thing. I think we yeah. let it go. We, so I let a lot of things ride, so like, I'll. I'll if someone will do something to me three or four times and I'll let them get away with it and I'll let them get away with it. And then as soon as I feel like they're doing it on purpose or they're trying to mug me off, yeah. I get really offended. Yeah. And that's when I get, that's when I get the ump. Being mugged off basically is how every sort of Londoner operates of how much they are or not getting mugged off. <laughs> yeah. Give yeah. me a, what do you, what do you mean by mugged off Beckett? Mugged off is just someone's like a bit of a piss take where like they'll go like, say you invite someone around your house and it's your kid's birthday, go, oh yeah, um, I've got them a present, but it's in the post, it's not come yet. And you sort of go, oh, all right, yeah. Yeah, whatever. And then uh, it happens two or three times and then you think, oh, they're mugging us off here. Don't lie to yeah. me. You know what I mean? They're just, just not anything too bad, but just I, enough. But I like the you know. fact that you've gone with a really specific example that is definitely something that's happened to you. Yeah, someone's definitely done that to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, not to me, but to our family. But other things like, you know, if someone don't give you petrol money or they, that, if right, they, yeah. like, they don't split a cab, you sort of, you let it go yeah. a little bit. I'm like, oh, okay. And then after two or three, like, they're dead to me. They could come up to me on fire and I'll turn around <laughs> yeah. and walk off. It's as soon as you feel like they're taking advantage of you, you're like, oh, that's yeah, it. I'm exactly. not having it no more. Yeah. Joe, do you find it different with Stacey's children to your own in terms of discipline and stuff like that? Are you confident to kind of be the boss of them or do you feel that like that's a, a different dynamic? You know what, that's a really good question because it's something I've struggled with for quite a long time. Um, I'm not comfortable because I've got, I've got have my son Harry um, and his mum's in another relationship. Um, I really wouldn't be comfortable if someone like, screamed and shouted at my kid or, or made him feel frightened or vulnerable. I'd... Yeah. That would be someone mugging me off to the maximum. I would fucking... 
Yeah. So I feel exactly the same with Stacey's boys. Like I can tell mm. them, you know, don't do that, pick that up and put that away. But when it comes to real discipline or when they've done something really bad, I, I don't feel like it's my place. Not that, yeah, not yeah. that, because Stacey will tell me that she needs the support and she's like, no, I need you to, to step up and I need you to be a little bit more, authority, have a bit more authority over the kids. But mm. at the end of the day, they've got dads and I really wouldn't want, I wouldn't want to do something to their kids that I wouldn't want to be done to my kid. Yeah, yeah, so, it's, a, it's a difficult balance. It's a difficult balance. So I can be a little bit spiky, like, come on, boys, get out. Like, to get the Solomons out of the house is a nightmare. Like, <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm quite a punctual person. I like to be Fuck off, you are. Oh, you are, you are. No Dude. way are you punctual. Yes, I am, mate. Listen, <laughs> I, went, I went through a period of about three years when I weren't. But apart from All that... Right. Joe, I have got seven phone numbers for you in my phone. That's nothing to do with being punctual. How, how have you gone through seven phones? Oh, don't ask me, honestly. <laughs> you uh, know when you lose a phone, you can keep the number. You don't have to buy a whole yeah, new... Yeah, I know, but I'm not, I'm not good at downloading it onto my iCloud and all that, so, like... But I always, like... You know what I think it's like? When I lose a phone, because I haven't saved my numbers to my iCloud, I feel like a yeah. snake shedding his skin. I'm like, I'm getting yeah. rid of all the, I'm getting rid of all the deadwood, and then yeah. all the real important people will phone me, and then I can start again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Be honest, Joe. Be honest. Does your heart drop whenever Beckett calls you, and you think you've got rid of him, but then he pops up again? Honestly, it's like a bad smell, mate. He just every I'm, I'm then, the bro. Japanese knotweed of friendships. I'm always there, worming my way. In. A little tip: if you want to get rid of him, just go to his house. Forget to bring a present three times. So is it hard to get is it hard to get I mean like that's saying something, is it hard to get the Solomons out of the house then? Is that oh. a tough tough ask? So I, I I panic. I like to get out and do things with a schedule yeah. where the Solomons they're free and easy, mate. They'll come and go and they're like, yeah, sweet. Like to get the kids to get their socks on is 15 minutes. And then to get them to get yeah. their shoes on is another 15 minutes. And then Stacey, by that time, decided, oh, she's going to have a cup of tea. So, like, we're always half hour behind my, my, my timetable in my head. I have yeah. a, a little timetable in my head. And if I tick yeah. all my boxes, my day has gone perfectly. But um, the Solomons mess with that all the time. You bought a camper van. Have you still got that for, like, I know you can't really go anywhere at the moment, yeah. but have you had any family trips in it in the summer when you could go? Yeah, I took Stacey to Wales. And yeah, I don't think she doesn't like it. The camper van or Wales? No, <laughs> she didn't like both, mate. No, she didn't like the van. So, have you still got the camper van? We still got the car. So we've got a car that we run around in because we need two cars. Yeah. But I convinced yeah. Stacey I could be the best salesman in the world because when I when I want something, I can make it sound yeah. amazing. I was like, oh my god, can you imagine the trips we can go on? It'll be like a memory wagon and. Oh, mate. I saw, oh, memory oh, wagon. What a line. I, I, I pulled all the strings. So anyway, <laughs> we went halves eight, so she bought half the van with me, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and now she hates it. We spent one night in it and she hates it. But I love it. Really? I love it because... I think it'll be good for you and the boys to go out here, won't it? Yeah. I'm gonna, listen, it's difficult at the moment because it's in the winter and we're in lockdown. Yeah. But in the summer, I'm taking it everywhere. I'm taking it fishing, it's going to be, honestly, I'm going to make some great memories with the kids. How big is it, Joe? It's a, it's a Volkswagen. It's a transporter. So it pops up at the top. So you can sleep two at the top and then you can sleep two at the bottom. Um, it's got like a fridge, got a cooker. It's got a, a microwave. It's blinding. Have you heard of hotels? Uh, you know what? <laughs> you sound just like Stacey. <laughs>
the, to be fair, the reason why I'm the reason why I'm like a little bit because I'm I'm questioning it myself. Like, don't, don't tell her. But I'm actually thinking it was a big investment, and like we haven't used it. Do you want to use this as an advert for our listeners? If any of them are in the market for a uh, memory wagon, we could sell it. I can't. I can't because Stacey will do a nut. Is it brand new? Will you lose money on it? It's brand new, man. Oh. And I've, I've got to get two years out of it without telling Stacey. I'm slightly... I'm, I'm waiting for the summer before I put my verdict out and I decide whether it's a bad decision yeah, or not. Yeah, you can't make a decision on it yeah. in the winter in lockdown. Yeah. No, exactly. In the summer, you could do loads of trips to the seaside. And even if you don't like staying it overnight, but having it by the beach with facilities for tea and coffee yeah. and all yeah. that, it's a good... Listen, be good, wouldn't it? Listen, if it you all... can open a little cafe. Yeah, if it all goes quiet, I can use it to do some deliveries and stuff like that. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, your house as well, Josh, because I'm, I'm a big fan of Stacey and your Joe! social media. Joe! Sorry. not Josh. Sorry. Remember when you first done the jungle and I kept calling you fucking Russell and you got the yeah. fucking up? <laughs> yeah, I did. For Sorry, about, Joe. For about a Sorry, year, Chief. I was like, Russ, Russ. He's like, no. Yeah, you get, you get to call me Russell on the show. <laughs> and that was combined with people on Twitter going, get that big tooth bastard <laughs> off and Russell back. And then the other hosts calling me Russell. Sorry, Joe. That's Joe. Right. I love you and Stacey on Instagram. Um, Stacey stuff's brilliant with all the tidying and all that. But is it a truthful? Is it a truthful representation of how tidying your house is? Where are you going now? He's moving around. Wait there, He's wait moving there. around. Wait there, wait there. Oh, hello. He's the back. Oh, they're back. Right, let me just finish this. Wait there. Hello. Let me get away from the kids. <laughs> well, go on, He's going downstairs. God, it feels like challenge Annika. The bathroom's um, always good. I sit on the toilet. <laughs> wow. you're, you're, on the, you're in the bathroom now. I'm in the bathroom. The sound man's having a heart attack. <laughs> when you've got a busy house full of kids, that you sometimes the toilet is your only place to survive. Especially when you've just asked me about Stacey, I can't give you an honest answer when she's around me. So I had okay. to get out. So what is the house as perfect as it looks on Instagram or yeah. is there days where it's a bit messy? That's she's generally... We've got three kids, so the house is always slightly messy. There's always a Lego brick or freaking, or you know what I find all the time? Her eyelashes everywhere. Mate, I go out sometimes and people picking them off my shoulders. (laughs) They're everywhere. She pulls these eyelashes up and just puts them on the side. But generally, Stacey loves a bit of organising. But it's a little bit of a hindrance because sometimes you get a little bit I hyperventilate sometimes when I've got to get a crisp back, the crisp draw, because <laughs> if I don't leave it exactly how it was when she organised it, I'm in trouble. Um, really? How's the crisp draw organised, Joe? Uh, yeah. I didn't know there was such a thing. Oh, honestly, Josh, she's, she's got this bracket that goes across the cupboard and then almost like... Imagine if you had a shower curtain, but without the curtain. Yeah. She's taken she's taken the curtain off and then uh, there's these little clips and you clip the crisps on. So you're hanging the crisps up. Like a washing line of like crisps. Like a washing packets. line of crisps. Yeah. So and but the thing is, <laughs> I can't I can't just pull the crisp off because it pulls the whole fucking thing off. So you've got to get your hand up, find a little clip, unclip it to drop the crisp. It's like getting it from a vending machine. But do you have to replace <laughs> the one you take? Yeah, of course I do. Yeah. Your hand up. <laughs> yes! A hundred percent, mate. <laughs> but it's, good. it's nice, it looks lovely, so it's a nice, you know, and it's all nice. Like yeah, the... I mean, it, listen, it looks lovely, but you, you, spend, you spend the rest of your life walking around on eggshells in case you fuck it up. Yeah. <laughs> and and how, how does it work? Oh, got... Does someone come into the toilet? Right? Wait there, wait there, let me just get this little... Come here, come, come sit on Daddy's lap one second, boys. It's all right. 
<laughs> Say hello. Oh, hello, oh, Rex. Hello. hello. Say, we're gonna we're gonna have a bath after this. His hair's incredible. You sure Jamie Oliver's not his dad? Oh my life! <laughs> Look at this, mate. He definitely ain't got, he ain't got a swash jing. He ain't going bald. I yet. know he hasn't. Look at that. It's Look golden locks. He's looks a... like a Lannister from Game of Thrones. He's beautiful. Oh no, he's a good boy. Oh. He's hilarious. Go on, what are you saying? So how do you split it with um, the kids? So how often do you have Harry and how often do Stacey's boys go to their, their dads and stuff? Or is it a bit all over the place? Um, at the moment, because of lockdown and restrictions, it's a little bit all over the place because yeah. um, Blayton's dad lives in Scotland. And um, so basically I have Harry every other weekend from, yeah. from Friday right through till Monday. And then the next week I'll have him two days. So I have him... I have him basically probably about 40% of the time and his mum has him oh, 60%. Lovely. So I have him quite a lot. Um, and with yeah. the other boys, exactly the same. They go and see their dads for the weekends and stuff like that. So, but there's never a time when there's not a kid in the house because when when the boy, when Stacey's boys are with their dad, I've got Harry here. And when Hal's away, the boys... Are, so it's just a conveyor belt of, of kids and having to feed them, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time that you and Stacey were in the house, just the two of you? I mean, uh, it's got to be about a year ago. It's got yeah. to be. Restrictions have fucked it right up. It's got, <laughs> honestly, it's got to be. We can't even get my, my mum up here to look after the baby. So, yeah, it's yeah. just... That, that's the thing with lockdown. If I was a single person, I'd fucking love this. <laughs> It'd be like... It would be giving me an excuse to do nothing. But I honestly think that me and Stacey have been busier in lockdown than we ever have been. What, like with, with kids work or with work? Bit of both, with work and with the kids. It's just a con... Because the kids are not at school. So, like, yeah. I forget... You get rid of the kids for, like, six hours of the day, which is amazing. Yeah. Like, it's like a free nanny. But <laughs> now, the kids, now the kids are not at school. You're like, what? Well, oh what would you God. do if, if, if you got a, a day completely to yourself... Right, for whatever reason, like a couple of one night, full day, full night. What would you do with yourself, Joe? What would be your day? Do I have to be? Is it with or without Stacey? Let's do with Stacey and do without Stacey. Without Stacey, what would you do? Ah, oh, you know what? I've, I haven't gone to the gym in about two years, so I'm getting really fat. I'd like to probably go gym. I go gym in the morning, and then yeah. I love my fishing. I go fishing all day, just by myself, no one <laughs> around me. I put my rods in and just freaking zone out. And golf, you like golf as well, don't you? Like, I was talking to Josh about... Yeah, we about... went. Yeah, and we Josh, went golf. I took, Josh, I took Beckett golf, right? On yeah. the hottest day of the year last year. <laughs> oh, 35 degrees. And we didn't have no suntan lotion. <laughs> and I've never seen someone... And I'm the ginger one. I was fine. <laughs> I've never seen someone go so red in all my life. <laughs> Honestly, Becky, didn't we think you had heat stroke at one stage? Yeah, at one point I had to lay down on the buggy, didn't I? Just in the shade. Yeah. And you poured you water like on my head. Bit, you like a bit of golf now, didn't you? Yeah, I've started now. I've tried to explain to Josh. It's a great yeah, way to get I'm away not, from kids. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, Do you know what? This fishing sounding good. Because you don't actually have to do anything, right? I love it. You know what? I've only just started getting into it um, the last three months with my boy. And we love it because we found a little place up in Essex where you get a little cabin... And in the cabin, you get like a little TV and a couple of beds and a little, like a little fridge. And they bring you over your breakfast, your lunch and your dinner. And you just put your rods out and just sit by the river. Just and have a chat. To catch it. Listen, I've been fishing for three months. I ain't caught one fish. But... <laughs> 
but there is not one bit of fishing equipment I haven't got, mate. I am literally, I am literally, if you was going to draw a picture of someone with all the gear, no idea, it's me. But <laughs> you know what it is, Beckett? Beckett, you know what it is? It's a step up from golf, because golf gets you out the ass for about three hours, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the fishing, the fishing gets me out for like two, two days, mate. I love it. <laughs> I'm out for like two nights. Well, my father-in-law father was talking to my mum about it, like at a party ages ago when people were allowed to meet, obviously. Um, and, Good uh, safe, if, Rob. Good yeah, safe. I know, but I was just like, oh, God, don't, don't cancel me. As if like, oh, yeah, if I was going to break the rules, I'd get my parents and my in-laws to have a chat in my house. Yeah. Um, anyway, so he was, she was talking about fishing. And he went, yeah, I go down to the coast and I get down there and I get my sandwich out, my thermos, and I got my chair. And he went... Sometimes I don't even get my rods out. I just sit there for the day. <laughs> Honestly, it's, it's brilliant. We get a little fire going. Oh, yeah. I love it. I, I love it. And our, our life, what we do as well as a job, we're so busy and we're always yeah. sort of 100 mile an hour and everyone's like in your face and you've always got to be happy. Like you said, you've always got yeah. to give the best side of you and stuff like that. And I think there's nothing better than just to do nothing and just to really just fucking... Just think about real things for a little while. Yeah, and totally then, agree. And just sort of like re re energize rather than just giving out energy the whole time. Exactly. One one second, boys. Let me just yeah. put this kid in the bath. Wait there. Do you want to get in the bath? Give me one second. Stay there. Okay. <laughs> this is great though. It's great. This is live parenting in an interview. Yeah. Oh, is he actually getting in the bath? Yeah, you know what? He was I had a bath ran earlier on. He was gonna get in it, but he didn't. And I've just sat and he's chucked everything in there, all the deodorants, the brushes. So he's in. let him just play with him in the bath. It's easy this way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fair enough. Do you do shifts with Stacey then? If you've got work like, so like you'll have Rex now from half 10 to half two and Stacey could do some work or whatever. What, how, how do you split it up or is it? No, I mean, it, it, we just sort of take it as it is. So like yesterday Stacey was at work, she was at loose swimming. So she leaves at about seven o'clock. So... I just got up, I have the baby all day, we'll go for a walk in the forest and stuff, I do breakfast and lunch and then and then when I'm at work she'll do the same. But during the day when we both haven't got work, we there's no timetable to it, but like Stacey will go, I'm just gonna have a little ten minutes and she'll yeah. have ten minutes, or I'll say I'm gonna have ten minutes. So it, it's it's an unspoken thing, but yeah, we do sort of do shifts yeah. of su of such. But and like I said, our kids our boy, little Rex is so easy that you don't really like it's a pleasure to be around. You just sort of sit and play with him all day. Yeah, so. and I think when, yeah. you, when you've had kids that are older now, you're so much more confident and you know how to be a parent. It's sort yeah. of like you've, 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 you've got like, like, it's so much different. Like when you first probably had Harry on your own, how was how did you feel? Like it must be so stressful. Like I remember having our, you know, my yeah. firstborn and you just don't know what you're doing. Yeah, well, you know, you know what it's like with me as well, Becky. You know the story that... I didn't really get a lot of time with Hal when he was a, when he was a firstborn, when he was a baby, because me and his mum mm. broke up when he was one, um, and then we both went for went for a sticky period. So I sort of I missed about a year and a half of like real of him, like where where Rex is at the same sort of age where I missed out with Harry. It's almost new again for me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like I get to really sort of enjoy it and make sure that I make the most of it because the first time round, for whoever's fault it was. I didn't get proper access to, to yeah. my little one. So, um, so, yeah, I'm just blessed I get to do it again. Yeah, I suppose it's, it. however hard it is, you're just so happy that you get to experience it and the, the highs yeah. outweigh the lows, you know? Exactly, yeah. So, 
Well, yeah, no, I, I, you don't sound like a man. I don't think you're going to buy another camper van, but I, I, it feels like <laughs> more kids would be welcomed. You know what? I I don't know whether Rex has lured us into a false sense of security because yeah. he literally was the perfect baby. He just made things so easy for well, us. If they're all as well, say you, you could guarantee they're all as well behaved <laughs> as Rex. How many would you want more? I think I definitely want one more. I think yeah. I definitely 100% would like one more. I'd love a girl, because at the moment, we've got all boys. It's a massive yeah. sausage party in here, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. We've got, like, Harry, Rex, Leighton, Zach, me, and then my mum. We've got my mum's boy, Daniel. So there's I thought so he was going to say your mum. <laughs> my mum. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, your mum fosters, doesn't she? Is that right? Yeah, so my mum's got a little Daniel who's 16 as well that we've had since he was, like... We've had Dan since he was six. And so, like, for Harry and Daniel, my eldest, whatever yeah. I've done with Harry, I've done with Daniel. So Daniel's like, he's like another one of the family, like another one of yeah. my boys. Um, so it's just, we've got loads of boys. So I'd love to have a little girl to see what it would like, be like to have yeah. a little girl. And I think if, I had, if, if we had another child and we had a girl, I think that would be it. But yeah. if we had another boy, it would always be that cloud hanging over our heads, shall we go again? Go again, yeah. <laughs> so we get the girl. We'll speak to you. We'll speak to you in five years when you've got three more boys, Joe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. We'll end up like the Waltons. It'll be like, see that, the John boy, David, Sean, Josh. <laughs> we never came to. What would you do, Joe, if you and Stacey have got a day together, no kids yeah. around? Oh, I think I. You can take her fishing. I'd love to take her fishing. She's not having it at the moment. No. I think me and Stace, I think it'd be nice to, to get up, cook her breakfast, then we'll go for a little walk, and then we'll have a little bit of time together in the, in the afternoon, and then we'll have some dinner, <laughs> yeah. and then we'll have a yeah. little bit more time later on that night. You know, Just some lovely time. There's not been a lot of that Just... time recently. There's not been no. a lot of them times recently. No, it's been like more time. When was the last time you had time? When was the last time you had time together? Uh, <laughs> uh, Mate, honestly, isn't it bad? Isn't it bad, man? <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know. But yeah, yeah just, just, I'd, I'd, I'd be getting the time in as much as I could. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Um, I've got my final question. I always ask everyone, Josh. Um, yeah. Well, um, what would um, if Josh? Sorry, why don't you say? I thought you were genuinely talking to me then, right? No, no. Joe, one final question, Joe. Um, We're so similar, me and Joe Swash. I know, that's why I get it. It's it's just, all I can see is just big curly ginger hair. That's the problem. Um, Is is there something that your partner does, in this case, Stacey, something Stacey does that, um, as a parent, annoys you a little bit, that you can't really say about it being a row? Obviously, it's taken that Stacey's an incredible mother, but is there something that she does that you disagree with that annoys you a bit that you can't bring up because there'll be a row? But if she did listen to this, she would hear it and go, oh, yeah, maybe he's right. What what, what would that be? So Stacey lays out certain rules, parenting rules, that we've got to follow, but she doesn't follow her own rules. So, like, okay. for instance, I give, I give the baby a little bit of orange juice in his cup, yeah? And she'll go, oh, my God! You're going to get him with his teeth! You're off your head! She'll make a big thing about it, yeah? And I'm like, oh, yeah. well, do that again. And then, like, a week later, she'll be like, oh, should we let him have a little bit of orange juice? <laughs> so, it's, I think sometimes it's the hypocrisy yeah. of, of her parenting yeah. that does me in. It's the Fair things enough. that she's allowed to do that I'm not allowed to do. 
But apart from that, like you said, she's amazing. And what would you, and what would she say about you? What thing annoys her about the way you parent? Yeah, she hates it. I've got this thing where I'm a little bit lazy when it comes, because sometimes you have a little smell, you're like, is he had a shit? Is he got a poo? I don't yeah. know. And then yeah. like, I've got to take all his clothes off and fucking take his clothes off to realise it weren't a poo and put all his clothes back on. Yeah. So I like now just to dip my finger in. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I just, I just get, I find a little gap in his baby grow, and I work my way down, and I find a little gap, and I dip my finger in, and then I can, and I go, no, he's all right, nothing there. <laughs> <laughs> and then on a lot, on a lot of occasions, you're like, you don't even have to smell your finger. You're like, yeah, yeah, he's, he's. Yeah, the orange juice isn't the issue there, Joe. I'm more on Stacey's side than you, there, mate. I think Stacey's <laughs> got a point. Just put in, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, you can't Come just. On. It's too much of a risk to put your finger into potential human shit just to it's save weird, a bit of though. time. Come on, you must admit, your own child's shit is not... It, I, I look at Rex's shit like, <laughs> like it's Play-Doh. Do you know what I mean? Because it's his. Because it's come from him. Could you love him so much you don't mind his shit? Is that what you're I saying? Could be, I, could be, I could be elbow deep in his shit and I'll be like... Oh, so I, is... <laughs> I don't think there's a person we've spoken to who loves their kids as much as you, Joe. And I think it no. comes across. Um, oh, it's been so good, mate. Thank you so Thanks, much, Joe. Jim. That was brilliant. Let oh, Stacey guys... know if she disagrees with anything, she can come on and, and dispute it. She's I'm sure. I'll, I'll, listen, I'll give her your number yeah. um, and just text her. She'll definitely do it. Perfect. All right. Brilliant. Cheers, Joe. You've been amazing. Cheers, Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Joe Swash there. Josh Whittaker. I kept calling him Josh, though. I don't know why. I know, that was a weird kind of turn of events, wasn't it? Of all the people we've spoken to. Yeah, Um, I don't know why. Joe, Josh, yeah, I don't know why that happened. Similar spelling, isn't it? I've I've not had much sleep. It's been a very busy couple of days. I went for a flu jab yesterday. Anyway, we'll come to that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Let's save that for the long ones, mate. Let's Let's save that for the long ones. Let's not burn some flu jab anecdote gold, mate. (laughs) Not much. That's the busiest stuff that happens in lockdown. Go, getting to go out to the... Don't burn that. You've got to trip out. <laughs> um, I love oh, Joe dude. Swash. I'd say... That he, I'd say the best bit was when you said you love your kids more than anyone and then he remembered he left him in the bath and left the room. That was a t- <laughs> twist at the end, wasn't it? Uh, he, honestly, though, I, he, Joe, he's, he's, his whole family like that, though. They're so affectionate and loving. And I do think his dad passing away when he was younger has really affected him. So he's always yeah. tried his best to do whatever he can for his kids. And he, um, he used to find it really difficult when he was in Australia because I was out there with him for like four or five weeks away. And I didn't have kids at that point. But yeah. he'd be away from her and he found it so awful and at that point I don't think he, he could really have Harry for long enough to take him out but what was so beautiful to see was the last year he did that I'm a celebrity spin-off show Harry went out with him and he mm. managed to show because Joe did that show for 10-12 years and everyone knew him there it was a big part of his life so be able to take Harry out there just before he finished doing that show yeah. was so loving it was I was quite I got a bit emotional actually when I saw pictures of him on social media with him out there because I, I knew how much it meant to him to take him out there and show him yeah. his world so that's loving it's so lovely to see Stacey's lovely as well and Joe and Stacey's so happy and showing that you know big you know blended for the for the wokies out there blended families <laughs> can work if a little bit busy and dysfunctional I'm gonna say that uh, I'm very excited about um Stacey Solomon's right to reply oh, oh Can- I cannot wait question one the camper van <laughs> do you know what I like as well though is you were like on like in stuff where it talks about like um having half brothers step brothers and sisters and all that and blended families and or step parents and all that is that 
like I've got my really close friend of mine, like um, they had a big fan of the, the deer loves and the rights sort of combined. And it was always like, oh, the rights are like this and the deer loves are like that. And it was quite, it was fine. That even though they were separate, that you could just, you know, identify yeah. a trait in that, that, yeah. that person that, you know, when he said the Solomons take ages to get out. And I think, you know, sometimes we can all be a bit too like, kids go, no, we're all just equal. Everyone's the same. But no, <laughs> they're a bit different to us. But that, we accept that. We know that. And we all love each other and get on. So, yeah, that was, that was I great. I think getting like, the Solomons yeah. out of the house, when he said that phrase, I thought, there's an ITV2 show <laughs> waiting to happen. Getting the Solomons out of the house. <laughs> Him at the front door, come on, we're going to be late. <laughs> and the Chris just being pegged up. Oh, that's um, brilliant. Um, yeah, I love Joe Swash. Well, yeah, you get brilliant. He's so good. Um, thank you uh, to Joe Swash. Thank you all for listening. Back on Tuesday. Bye.